We're back with another one. You know who it is. It's the Under the Scope podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Will Brost, and calling in as per usual, as per always, Patrick Anderson. As per every time we do one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you in Nashville? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in Nashville. Yeah. I usually I let I the people clarify. know where you're at. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess I gotta clarify where I'm at these days. Yeah, like I'm always calling in from St. Louis, but you're sometimes in California, you're sometimes in Missouri, you're sometimes in Nashville. Like you're, I don't know, your life is more exciting than mine, I guess is the point I'm trying to get at. It's just, it's just, I I just don't know what to do. That's basically what it is. <laughs> so I just go to a d- bunch of different places and just kind of. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so. We're here for our first album review since the LCD sound system review, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that time, we've done a third quarter uh, quarterly report where we talked about what the National Grizzly Bear, brand new. War on Drugs. War on Drugs. Yeah, just so much. Like two hours bunch worth of, of content of just Yeah, us a bunch of our recommendations. In. Yeah, if you're looking for more under the radar stuff to listen to. Uh, what we th- talked about Ariel Pink as well, uh, the Zola Jesus record I threw out there. There's just so much uh, material some, we talk about. Got some heavy metal recommendations on there for for anybody interested in my heavy metal phase this year. Yeah, a little bit of a uh, abstract hip hop in there as well. Uh, so yeah, that's we always have fun doing those. But we're back to album reviews uh, for this episode. This time we're doing Mass Seduction, the latest Ooh. record from Saint Vincent. Uh, and I may or may not have thought this title was mass education for like, Dude. <laughs> <laughs> thank you because I, uh, I was, I was much, I was, I was very much on looking at it, reading it like to myself as mass education, like for a little while. And then I'm like, no, no, wait a second. That is not what it says. I'm like, why are we talking about mass education? And then you hear the lyrics <laughs> And they're very like sexual, and then it's like, oh, it's actually mass seduction. Oh, okay. Yeah, your, your brain just flipping that in your head. Yeah, that's what happened. Was going on with me for a little bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, here's some uh here's some background on Saint Vincent. Um, see what I have written here. Uh, Annie Clark, better known as Saint Vincent, uh, is a singer, songwriter, uh, multi instrumentalist, uh, working in the genres of. Like art rock, experimental rock, indie, pop. Uh, she's Bowie rock. Bowie, yeah, Bowie rock. Uh, talking Heads rock. Uh, yeah, she does. Yeah. She she's a very eccentric artist. Um, I haven't heard. Speaking of her, I guess her discography. Uh, I haven't heard her debut album, uh, which was "Marry Me" in two thousand seven. Uh, so I can't really speak on that. But I've heard really good things about it. Um, her three albums that followed that, however are consistently quality um actor in 2009 strange mercy in 2012 and her self-titled record in 2014 uh solidified saint vincent as really like one of my favorite acts in music right now um her music is generally very fun experimental uh wonky kind of uh vibrant but sometimes dark as well uh and more so than anything else eccentric um the three records i mentioned uh it's hard for me to pick an absolute favorite i'd probably pick the uh the self-titled one gun to my head um but they were all among my favorite records for 
those particular years uh, when they came out. Um, outside of her solo material, she released a collaborative record uh, with David Byrne of the Talking Heads uh, mm-hmm. entitled Love This Giant. And fun fact mm-hmm. for you, uh, I thought this was interesting. I saw this. She contributed vocals on a little album called To Be Kind by Swans. What? Yeah, she's on she's on like four songs on that Swans album. Which ones? I just I just listened to that today. Let's see here. I'll uh, I'll pull it up real quick. Da 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 da. That, that's really bizarre that you mentioned that because I just for some reason I decided I was going to listen to that whole album today while I was at work. Yeah, okay, St. Vincent background vocals on uh Natalie Neal, Bring the Sun, Screenshot, and uh, Kirsten Supine. Something like that. She's on all of those? She'll, every single That's one. That's her? I guess so, so yeah. She's the female vocals then. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, because those are, those are all like, I mean, there's some prominent female vocals. She doesn't have like big oh, really? parts or anything, but like, I mean, there's definitely like some vocals in there that, but I I did not would not have guessed it was her. Yeah, that's really random. I haven't heard that album, huh. but still, her working with Swans is not something I expected. Uh, but you know, Dan, yeah. uh, just check that out. This this like the past couple of weeks, by the way, absolutely amazing masterpiece of an album. Wow, that album is it's so crazy. Okay, damn. All right, I'll yeah, t- yeah I'll check it out sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Anyway, let's let's keep going. That's yeah. cool. That's cool that that was because yeah, because I just listened to that today, so this is very appropriate. Yeah, she she's just she's cool as hell. That's all there is to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Her music is always pretty well received. Um, I forgot what the Metacritic is for this, but I want to say it's like eighty eight right now. Like it's crazy high. Yeah, it's pretty high. It's it, a, it's in the eighties. And yet, despite that, I think this one is. Uh, her most polarizing album among fans, uh, I guess, compared to the rest of her discography. Uh, you've listened to this album, right? Uh, yeah, I checked it out cool. a little bit here and there. You yeah, know. okay, okay, <laughs> sounds, sounds good. <laughs> dip, my, dip my toes in it a little uh, bit, so I'm ready for an opinion. Good, yeah, saves me from uh, carrying the podcast alone. Uh, that's how that's how we do this, right? Like, I just kind of listen to the albums, and then... <laughs> you look at the uh, the album art and decide, like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, all right, so real quick, speaking of, uh, what did you think of the album art? Before we get into the music, <laughs> I okay. I love I love the uh, the the style of the album art. <laughs> I think it's I think it's great. It's like, but like it's going to be pretty interesting putting this on social media. Yeah, as a I, review. <laughs> I'm debating not, <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, honestly, I think it's a, a pretty subtle, nuanced uh, take on you know neo capitalism, or it's just like a picture of someone's butt. You know, it could be yeah. it could be that too. Pretty uh, sure pretty sure it's it's like half and half. Yeah. Like maybe I'm reading too much into it, but yeah, it at first glance it looks like someone in pink spandex bending over. Um and at second glance it, it looks like that too. Third third glance, yeah, still looking like that. <laughs> But yeah, Fourth it, glance, you're noticing that it's blending against a red background, but <laughs> it's still pretty much. <laughs> and uh, that's actually not Annie Clark's butt. 
Uh, this isn't oh, something I just knew. I'm not like, a... <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no, no. That's like first glance. Yeah. You notice that it's not Annie Clark's, butt. yeah, I, I'm no <laughs> butt expert. Uh, I do yeah. like Annie Clark, uh, but no, apparently it's just her friend's butt or whatever. You like Annie Clark's is that I, 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 <laughs> I like Annie Clark period. I, I, I'm not going to comment on her, but, uh, I'm sure it's fine. I don't know. This is going to be the whole review, by the way. This is, this, I, I didn't listen to the album. I just was like, okay, look, what do we think about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what did you think of the, uh, the album, like the music on the album outside of the, the artwork? <laughs> that, that, well, going with the artwork, it yeah. is very stylistically pleasing mm. and cohesive. Mm. Um, I thought you were going to say, uh, speaking with the cover, it's, Pure ass. No, yeah, it's 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 smooth and 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 stylistic and <laughs> I this. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm trying to get serious mm-hmm. so I can. All right, yeah, serious. Say my opinion here. All right, yeah, it's uh, it's a cohesive um, album. The the themes. It's definitely a very sexual album. Yeah. Um, I've only, by the way, I've only, this is the first full St. Vincent album that I listened to. Really? Yeah, I've never oh. listened to, to any of her. I've always been meaning to, but I haven't listened to uh, Actor or her self-titled. Really? Or, uh, Strange Mercy. Yeah, I've just, yeah, or Strange Mercy. I, I've just hear, heard songs you know, here and there from her. I really like them. Okay. Um, this should be an I interesting podcast then, yeah. Yeah, because this is the yeah. I felt like I needed to clarify that because um, this is the first one I've listened to all the way through, and I'm pretty impressed um, at the at the style of this whole thing. It's very distinct. Definitely a bit more poppy than I expected it to be. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was expecting a little bit more um, art rock, like Arcade Fire kind of mm. fringe fringe pop art. art arty kind of stuff you know what i'm saying right right. um but she does a really good job of of like of accepting like the pop world and then and but making her own kind of distinct style to it um yeah it's definitely really solid um the the lyrics on here are really well done Mm -hmm. the the hooks are really catchy Mm -hmm. the style is really cool um I, it's smooth. It's like very instrumental. She's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, 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 I like this album quite a bit. It's it's not as shocking and um, like or not shocking, but it's not as like impactful mm. as I kind of wanted it to be overall. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I, I I I liked it. I was I was definitely a fan of this of this work. I think that it's. I think that it's pretty pretty damn good so there's some things here and there that like i didn't quite get like going mm-hmm. into it and i was like yeah like stylistic choices you know going like mm-hmm. going back and forth um some of the pre-hooks that were just kind of like flabby and like felt like they were kind of just useless mm, okay. but um specifically on like savior on that song savior yeah um, she's like, but I keep it on my bed behavior. That part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not, not a huge, not a huge fan of that, but it works so well after like when, when they break into the refrain of this yes. song, 
yeah, it's it's such a smooth refrain, and it like ties everything in together. And that's kind of what I noticed throughout the album. Even like the parts that I didn't really like that much, like I thought were kind of kitschy or kind of like, you know, pretentious or like right. kind of just like meh, unnecessary, basically, are tied in really well by the end of the song. Like I'm pretty satisfied by the end of okay um, yeah. by the end of most of this stuff. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I've been feeling pretty, pretty decent about it, especially from from a first listen. I was expecting to be wowed a little bit more uh-huh. than I think I was, but um, but I was definitely not disappointed by this by this record. Yeah, I um about the fact of this album being poppy. Uh, she's always dealt with pop, but right, okay. But the difference here, I think, the the main catalyst is uh that this album is produced by Jack Antonoff, um, who he, uh, for those who don't know, he was in Bleachers, uh, he was in Fun, like that uh, super group. Oh, okay. Uh, he did all the production on Lord's latest album. Uh, he, oh, Yeah, okay. he's worked with Grimes, Taylor Swift, How to Dress Well, Carly Rae Jepsen. So he is, I think he's yeah, the he's one that's bringing... That, like, anthemic yeah. kind of... Right, yeah. like like pop, like pop, not quite indie pop, but like um, like stylistic pop. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a cooler yeah. side of mainstream pop, I guess. Like right, right. Like I wouldn't call Lord indie, but she's not like Ariana Grande or something like that. Like yeah, she, she's just stylish. Right. That's, that's yeah. So he produces every song on here. So any of this, uh, what I perceive as like overly poppy moment. Uh, any of those moments on here, I think that's mostly courtesy of Jack Antonoff. But I don't want to say it like it's a bad thing, but I'm happy that she kept some of her old stylistic qualities in this album too, like all of the uh, the overly fuzzy guitars and just the wonky instrumentation uh, all right. over the place. Okay. It this is yeah, a, I did yeah. I did I did like the guitar work on this. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was really good. So it's she plays the guitar, right? Oh yeah, I, I think she's yeah. uh, one of the most underrated guitarists out. Like people don't really talk about her like that, but she's uh, yeah. she's got a lot of yeah. Talent. I was I was very impressed by by that. Like she she's really got guitar chops because there's some there's some really good guitar on on this. Yeah, and that uh, that fuzzy distortion she likes to uh, use that's kind of like her signature. Uh, so I'm glad she brought that here. Yeah, um, yeah, it kind of reminded me of like, like, uh, like just the way, like her whole style kind of reminded me of like Jack White, Nate's, like yeah. David Bowie, the, yeah. kind of like, kind of style. Because yeah, I could you see know, that. She's got that. She's got that guitar work and that distortion and that cool factor of an instrumentalist and the mystique, mm. while also being like a very sensitive and charismatic artist um that's just kind of the vibe i got at least from from this thing and And just from the little things i've seen of her and heard here and there so yeah i think that's pretty accurate uh even though this is her poppiest album this one like was a grower like when i first heard this uh i was a little disappointed i'm not gonna lie uh okay it was just weird to get used to, I guess, because uh, okay, even from like the, disappointed it, coming off of her past work, I guess. Yeah, like I I own a couple of her records. Like I love those three albums that I mentioned, and this was instantly, you know, I I hate to sound like the I hate pop guy, 
because I like a lot of pop music. It's just I didn't know if this route was working for her. Um, All right, it, okay. On the first song, I was like, ah. But then Pills came on, and I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. This is this, – this, Pills is yeah. my – my jam man yeah I, uh, yeah i like that quite i like the pills a lot <laughs> that that okay so i want to talk about this song because one it's a great song two all of the people credited on this song i find fascinating uh the chorus the uh yeah pills to wake pills to sleep it, like first of all it's like the catchiest chorus of all time two yeah. it's sung by uh her ex-partner cara delavine which i yeah. didn't even know they dated let alone like she worked on, you know, her music. Like I thought that was cool. Uh, right. Produ- yeah. Production. Yeah, I, yeah. Saw, I saw that whenever I was looking at the genius of it, and yeah, like that. It, that was that was really bizarre to me because she's an actress, and it's like right. It's like oh okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was discussing uh, Saint Vincent with my friend, and she was like, yeah, you know, if if it was possible for Saint Vincent and Cara Delevingne to make a child. It would be like the most angelic child of all time, and I'd be like, "Yeah, you know, it's hard to disagree with that." So, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but also on this track, uh, featuring production from Soundwave of TDE, like works on Kendrick Lamar's projects. Oh, right, yeah. And then saxophone, courtesy of the boy, Kamasi Washington. Kamasi Washington, really? Yeah, he's on this song apparently. So. Damn. Yeah. So either way, I mean, that's just crazy to have all of those people on this one song. But this is yeah. this is a prime example of what I love about a St. Vincent song is it's first of all, it's very interesting and eclectic. Uh, it's really catchy. It's well executed. It's very poppy, but not in a way that I've heard before. Um, it's just the song goes in a bunch of different directions, which is common for a lot of St. Vincent's music. Uh, there's fuzzy guitars on here. There's some of that oddball instrumentation that one might not expect on a pop song. Uh, there's an mm-hmm. earworm chorus. It's just a fantastic, albeit a little long, pop song. Um, but yeah, that yeah. I thought I thought that was like my favorite track on here uh, overall. Um, that that's your favorite track on here? I think so. And the rest of my favorite songs are actually the uh, the ballads, um, all of yeah, the, the slower I, moments yeah, I, on here. Yeah, I I like those quite a bit. I pills I also thought was just like I mean it was just interesting because it's it's so it it is definitely poppy and and very accessible, but it's also got like this kind of dark twisted kind of style like message to it right right um, just like with like how like just basically just you know numbing yourself down with pills and living off of pills and pills like for your kids and you know families being living together on pills and stuff like that like it's really like shit like yeah right and that's a, a lot of the lyricism on here is uh about self-destructive behavior uh right yeah but yeah, totally. Like it, th- these darker lyrics are contrasted with this very vibrant, bright production. It's like um, similar to how Passion Pit approaches their music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a really good comparison. Yeah, yeah, that she's and, and it's so quirky and like um, almost like Ariel Pink kind of quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, not not quite as not quite as like like that, but you know, it's it's got that eccentricism. And um, and just like this, like weird upbeat 
contrasted with this like kind of very dark message mm-hmm. behind it and uh yeah i i liked it i liked i like this song quite a bit i think that it's one of the best instrumental songs and then also just kind of the coolest stylistic choices in lyrics and in and, and in production yeah so that that makes sense why it's so like because it is i think it is probably one of the more striking songs on here mm-hmm. so that makes sense though because it's got so many like amazing people behind it. I, I just like the idea of Cara Delevingne and Kamasi Washington both playing a role like on the same song. That's just right. Yeah, that's amazing right. to me. Uh, it's yeah, bizarre. Yeah. What was your uh, like? What was your favorite song? I kind of already um, listed mine, but but I like I like Pills quite a bit. Um, I like Happy Birthday Johnny oh, yeah. oh. a lot. Oh yeah. Um, I I think that it's like it's re- it, it's. Even as far as the ballads go, mm-hmm. it's different in a way that it's just so like depressing. Well, it the first five tracks on here are more or less like bangers or at least upbeat, uh, musically at least. Right. Especially coming after Los Angeles, which was another one of my favorite poppier tracks. Yeah. But all right, of a sudden, yeah. it's just Happy Birthday, Johnny comes up. And judging from the title, you're like, okay, here's another you know, another banger or whatever. And it's just this really emotional, touching piano ballad. And I agree with you. I think it's one of the better songs on here as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's very simple too. So yes. it didn't, it, it, it didn't like hit me at first when I was listening through to it. Um, because it was just like, it, it, it's, it's short and it's simple there's not a lot to like there's not a lot melodically going on here and there's not a lot instrumentally going on at all but like it's the like the simplicity of it paired with like how like really intimate these lyrics are mm-hmm. it's really like i like looking at it after that like it it, it like kind of catapulted it to be Maybe my favorite song, if just at least one of my favorite songs. Yeah, the the lyrics on here, I I think, are about um, this friend of hers who has lived a pretty self destructive life, uh, and then yeah. she sees this person on the street uh, who asks her for money uh, to get some food or whatever, uh, yeah. and she replies with like hesitantly with like, "Oh, let me think" or something like that. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, and, and she got lashed out at and saying it's like, oh well, now you're big and famous and you're too good for me now and all of that. Uh, and it's just it's it's weird. It's an interesting story tr- of a track, but it, again, very very personal, very moving. Um, it, I think this song would make for a very good lullaby if it wasn't for like the dark lyrics on this song mm-hmm. because her yeah, her melody partially- here is so yeah it's yeah uh, that's that's partially why it kind of went by because you know i wasn't paying too close attention i guess to the lyrics um while i was listening to it and i mean i was but it wasn't like as striking as reading them while i was kind of hearing the song right right and then you know and then like after that it's like shit like this is like because you know that that melody is so just kind of lilting and just like yeah it's like you know was that was that annie clark just now did she stop by and uh sing that for you yeah i have her i have her right here in the studio good we don't (laughs) want also my room (laughs) we we don't want her on the podcast so it's good that you're just keeping her back there (laughs) 
Yeah, I just I kind of <laughs> hand her the mic real quick. All right, here. This is you know <laughs> I get you cue cards. <laughs> Sing karaoke of your own song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can go now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear your opinion. <laughs> no, no interview here. <laughs> yeah uh my my word is more important anyway <laughs> yeah um uh, yeah so i but anyway i i really like that track it, it grew on me like it it was it like it i it lost on me at first and then as soon as i it just clicked right away and I, i've loved it ever since um i also love the title track too really interesting okay i was kind of yeah. mad on that but yeah go ahead i like it because it um it's one of the more stylistic yes stylistically embracing songs on here i think um and it like i think it goes kind of all in on 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 it and i really like the chorus i think it's cool um and it i don't know i i i like i like the the whole i mean i i just like the whole style behind it basically yeah I think that I think that that's just it, it's one of the more catching things for me on here. Um, yeah. One of the, one of the more like you know catching songs on here stylistically choosing. I think it's, yeah. it, it just there's not like a ton of because I think that like with everything else on here there's so many switches and and changes in in uh, in song direction on the rest of this album and this yes. one just kind of goes all in on one theme right and i really like it because it stands out from from everything and i like the choice that she decided to go with on okay. here yeah so kind of reminds me of like muse back in the like like in oh, Black yeah. Hole's revelations day okay like okay. the like the chorus work on here yeah, yeah, yeah. That particular track is, I guess, one of the more minus the minus the minus the sexuality of it. Like, that's definitely <laughs> not news. Wait, uh, but, what Matt Bellamy doesn't uh, say? Uh, I can't turn off what turns yeah. me on. That's not a, yeah, a news lyric. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, this is one of the the more just full on pop songs on here. Which you know, it's very catchy. If uh, if St. Louis, St. Louis, Jesus Christ, if <laughs> if St. Vincent's music was the uh, the type of music to make the radio, I would assume that Mass Seduction, the title track, would make it. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's also a very good choice uh, to name it after the album because I think it's one of the most representative songs of what you're hearing on the album. Like if I just yeah, yeah. I think that I think that that's what I liked a lot about it is like it definitely reflected the kind of aesthetic that I was thinking was going to go into mm. this album, and I think she captured it really well. So that's I think that that's why I like it so much is that she really did a good job of capturing that style in the song. Right. So yeah, I, I thought I mean I thought it was okay. Maybe it just hasn't hit me yet because a lot of these songs did grow on me as I listened to them. Uh, a couple of them, yeah. though, I'm still not particularly a fan of. Uh, that would be uh, Sugar Boy and uh, Fear the Future. And those, yeah. both of those were, I guess, uh, the production. Um, it's just a little too jarring. Uh, I don't think that, uh, while it sounded fine and both of those tracks had nice energies to them, I think it's a mismatch of uh, Annie Clark's voice and style. I just don't know if... Uh, that's a perfect marriage her and jack antonoff on those two tracks but uh yeah i i'd agree especially with sugar boy yeah that's a uh, um and there's not a lot to unpack like in the song itself right either. like those yeah those are two of the more straightforward tracks as well uh, yeah 
that was the big thing that I had, you know, like um, with with this record is that there's a lot of there's a lot of really good, interesting lyric work, production work, um, instrumental work, a lot of like really cool artistic choices on here. But there's also some like very kind of basic mm. things that I that I felt like were were going on in here too right i agree and Um, that's a crime uh i'll just be real quick that's to me that's a crime on a saint vincent record uh i listened to saint vincent for uh really just adventurous uh, you know musicianship and while i do get that a lot here a couple of these tracks are just too uh plain jane i guess like a a little bland uh for saint vincent um and again i think most of that is the fault of uh, the production, but uh, yeah, I, I, I digress. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up real quick, uh, New York. Mm, okay. Cause I think it's one of the bigger songs on here. It was the, the uh, lead single. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, did, what are your thoughts on this? So I like the, uh, it's another one that's kind of a ballad. It's like a quasi ballad, I guess. It's not like mm-hmm. happy birthday, Johnny or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like father John Misty levels. Of <laughs> right. Ballad. Right. And, and it's not like a slow disco type of ballad, which I'll get to later. That track's fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, New York, uh, it's it, where this song loses me is the chorus. I'm not huge on this hook at all. It's the, what? Yeah. Uh, I forget how it even goes, but it's like, I have lost a hero, I've lost a friend. Uh, but for you, darling, I do it all again. Yeah, I forget yeah. the I forget the melody that goes with it. Yeah. Oh, da, da, yeah, da, the, I have lost a hero. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love the verses, though. And I love the delivery of lines where she's like, um... Uh, you're the only motherfucker in the city. Like, I love that. That's great. I love the verses okay. on here. The chorus loses me. Uh, the instrumentation, I don't really have any notes on, and I can't think of anything regarding the instrumentation, so I suppose it was pretty forgettable. <laughs> um, yeah. But. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I wanted to comment on the whole motherfucker line in here too yeah yeah like okay. i liked it i liked it a lot at first mm-hmm. um but like i don't know like i think the like the repetition of the only motherfucker yeah it's like three times just or got, yeah i mean like well like i thought it was good at first but like it felt like she was selling the song based off of this like unexpected drop of the word mm. motherfucker I see. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like that, that that's kind of like what I what I felt like sometimes with it. So, like it cheapened the value almost of the song, like the amount of times that she used it. Like you think it was a specific choice to use that particular word, or do you think? Uh... Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, she uses it like seven times, <laughs> and it's like it's pretty, it's pretty like unexpected in the style of this song. It's a slow ballad, and it's about like you know, it's like a love song kind of. Right. Like, a, like about longing and, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it was pretty unexpected when I heard it, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, 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 I didn't hear this. Uh, well, I just stuttered a lot right there. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> just catch you off guard. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear this and uh, Lost Ageless when they came out as singles. I, If I know I'm going to listen to an album, I like to wait for the album to come out. 
right. but these two songs were released, if not on the same day, like close enough to each other. Uh, but I like that. Obviously, New York and Los Angeles are very contrasting places, and stylistically, they're very contrasting tracks. Where New York is kind of more on the ballad side of things, Los Angeles is this very catchy, danceable, uh, memorable. Uh, you know, alongside of the more popular tracks on this album. Right. Um, I just, I liked that contrast. I kind of wish I had heard that uh, contrast before I went into the album. Like I, for once I regret not listening to the singles before checking out the album. Um, yeah, that's a really good point with that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I don't know if that so, was intentional. I'm going to assume it was. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it was, I don't, like I don't want to get too caught up in it. It was like right. it was such a significant thing for me that like some people I know were like you know that's great because it kind of like I don't know it makes it feel a lot colder and a lot more real to put just that that, that just that word into a song like this. Oh right, okay, yeah. Um, you know, because it's a very poppy song. It's something that you would hear on the radio if it wasn't for the fact that it has motherfucker like seven <laughs> times in it. You know, I love so that. So I think that I think that that's like the you know the the stylistic choice of it, it makes it kind of like this, this very distinct um, poppy track because you know yeah like it, it just it, it sits on its own because it, the FCC won't let, uh, let it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, but yeah, I think I yeah, just like, like the melody. Yeah, I, I like the melody of that particular line so much that I think I, I just too. kind of ignored I, it. I like it. Yeah. I like the melody a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you on the chorus. I think it's kind of kitschy. It, it, that's like the word. It. Yeah, it's just nah. Like it's like it's like I've heard this melody like seven billion times right. before, and and those lyrics too. I and mean, there's so you many know. memorable choruses on here that that one just kind of yeah. sticks out in a bad way to me. But. Yeah, I agree with you. I like the the verse to refrain thing, but like, um, like the yeah, the verse to the to the only motherfucker refrain. Right, right. It's just uh, I think that it's I think that that's like the best part of the song. It's just that like I think that the the choice of like using using that like seven different times in <laughs> in this song like made it seem like she was almost trying. Try, like yeah. like it, it it felt to me like a kid that was like <laughs> who watched family guy for the first time the, or <laughs> yeah just learned the word motherfucker and like <laughs> wanted to use it as much as possible to get a point across or something it's like we get it i i love it so by by the end of the song i was kind of like okay we get it like <laughs> i i understand why you use that like you don't need to use it seven times so it was a little overused for me but otherwise i think the song is great i think some of my favorite parts of our podcasts are things i never would have noticed but you have a, a certain opinion <laughs> about them pet yeah like uh what was it the, the car seat headrest album uh like at the end of one of the songs i think they broke the fourth wall and kind of talked as if they were in the studio oh, together yeah and you hated yeah. that i thought that was just like i never would have picked that up <laughs> like, yeah i don't i didn't i didn't no. care about well i broke the illusion yeah it was just, but, but like not in a good well we all need to go back on that so okay this song new york is um is it's in the middle of a stretch of songs that I think are pretty meh overall, and I, I think it's kind of the weak point of the album. Uh, going from Savior to New York yep. to Fear the Future, which I just don't yep. like, and then Young Lover, which I'm forgetting even as I'm talking about it. 
those those four tracks uh and there's a couple other tracks i met on throughout yep. the track very list. kind of a kind of a pretty weak ending to the to the album mm. um like like lead up to the okay ending. i was gonna say slow, slow disco oh my god yeah i'll get i'll get to that in a sec but yeah, <laughs> yeah these this stretch of mess songs kept this album from being in my love category um because there is a lot of hype behind this album a lot of album of the year talk uh a lot of people are oh. yeah a lot of <laughs> a lot of people are praising uh savior specifically as one of the better songs i'm like it's fine you know it's uh it's I, it's I decent enough i think I think that the core, like I, I think that the chorus, or the refrain, you know the, the yeah, 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 right, yeah, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 doing it today. We we've sang more on this podcast than <laughs> yeah. any other one, I think. Well, that's a testament to how good a lot of these melodies are. I think, but yeah. they are, yeah, they're really catchy, yeah. um, and that's like one of the catchier choruses on here for sure. And it's really smooth and really well done. But like this, like everything else about the song, I really do not care about. It's just too, um, again, it's too bland by her standards. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I. I am really not a fan of like the the pre-chorus the the keep me on my best do, do, do. I think I think that that melody is just annoying honestly yeah like the like the honey I can't be your no saving and she repeats it over and over again and so it's like just graining and but I mean like, it gets like tied in really well and kind of cleansed by that chorus because that chorus is great. Right, right. But right. Uh, like really everything else about the song, like I really don't like. So it's <laughs> like it's like that chorus is like fifty percent of what's good about it, and the other fifty percent I could like not listen to. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, I guess I liked it more than you did, but I, I thought it was a little overrated. Uh, but now uh, that, talking to you, I think it's a little like underrated. Most, I think that's the most polarizing song on here for okay. me because I love the chorus, but yeah. I hate like everything else about it. Th- I think that's how I am like, with New York. It might be my yeah. favorite chorus on here, honestly. Well, no, it won't. It's not my favorite chorus on here, but it's one of the best. Right, yeah. Like, God, what but, is it? Yeah, and... Yeah. Pills, Pills is my favorite chorus on here. But yeah, yeah, I was going to say, Pills is is above this one do, at do, least do. yeah so. uh so yeah i i you know i've danced around it but i kind of want to get into the the last couple of tracks um yeah slow disco holy fuck a, a song like i haven't been that emotionally impacted by a song in quite right. some time like i thought that was just stunning uh the strings i'm a sucker for strings i always am oh yeah and they're just oh, yeah. they're killer on this track annie's Beautiful. vocals are amazing on this track Whoever does the vocals toward the end, I don't know if that's also Annie Clark, but or whoever it is, maybe there's a, a feature or something, but it just gets yeah. really like hauntingly beautiful, which is like my favorite kind of beautiful. <laughs> like it's uh-huh. it's yeah, it's like eerie, the, the but James Blake kind of yeah, right, right, exactly, yeah, and it's just like oh my god, the lyrics on here are fantastic, uh, more self destructive behavior uh, in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, her talking yeah, about this, yeah. yeah, yeah. This aspect of the album mm-hmm. is like the best part of what this album is, to in my opinion. Um, I I really like the catchy stuff, and I think that the choruses are great, and the mm-hmm. instrumental is awesome, and you know it's a really 
like poppy and and cool album but like right. this stuff that she does on here with this same thing with yeah happy birthday johnny in new york mm-hmm. but this one this one is mm-hmm. like just a great i mean they're this this example of uh of of this lyricism and instrumentation is really so well done and it's like the best part of what this album is to me because it's it it makes this album much more meaningful than i thought that it was going to right. be for me too right and i and i was going in there expecting pure you know pure fun basically and pure like stylish sexy kind of music right. you know especially based off of the album cover and the, but, yeah and these uh you know she's no stranger to ballads but even knowing that I was still, once again, kind of like Happy Birthday, Johnny. I was caught off guard by just, right. you know, leading into this. You have Fear the Future and Young Lover, which are two of the bigger, more boisterous tracks on here. And then we get an interlude that leads into Slow Disco. And then it's just like, whoa, 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 where the hell did this come from? Why am I crying? I was just dancing. Like, what, <laughs> what is happening here? But yeah, I mean... Some existential shit. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the lyrics here are great. Uh, what she say? It's something yeah. like, I'm so glad I came, but I can't wait to leave. Uh, slip my hand from your hand, leave you dancing with a ghost, stuff like that. I'm like, this is just great. It, it's just a, a fantastic uh, penultimate track there. And then mm-hmm. Smoking Section as well, although not as stunning, is I think a beautiful way to close the record as well. Yeah. Yeah, so the lead up to the close, mm-hmm. I was just, uh, yeah, again, kind of bored by. Um, uh, okay. I think I think New York starts off this trend of actually no, Savior starts off this trend. Yeah, New York, New York is like a like a a, a little bit of a shine in the middle of this, but it's not even that big of one. Yeah, it's it's fine enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, Savior starts off this trend of just like blandness, Mm -hmm. kind of. I think. I agree. Like it's not even it's not even like that bad. It's just like it it definitely doesn't match up with what whatever style and whatever ambition um, she was going for on the beginning part of this. I agree with all of that. Yeah. But yeah, and but then but then yeah, the Dancing with the Ghost too slow disco that lead up feels like such a like you you can feel that the album is going to end in such a nice way yeah yeah um and it doesn't disappoint in in any way um going into so it really again i've it this has been a really interesting lesson for me because it there's been there's so many moments on here that i love and then a lot of things that i just don't like <laughs> But it's but it's tied together by the end of it all, and I'm left satisfied. Exactly, you know, exactly. It. And uh, and it's just it's like a really strange feel. Like I've got a very strange feeling every time I've been listening to this thing. Yeah, um, especially the first time I listened to it, I was like, "What did I just hear?" I don't know if I liked it. Or it, it is <laughs> a very know? weird listen because when you listen to you know you end the album, which real quick, there's nothing I love more than an album that ends well. But right. when you yeah. when you end the album, and there's with, nothing. Right. There's nothing more disappointing than an album that doesn't end well. Right. Too. Yeah. Shout out to the Gorillas. Um, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> uh, w- but yeah, when you end this album, when you're going through a front to back album listening experience for the first time or whatever, and you end with slow disco and smoking section, 
it throws it threw me off because it was totally different than like everything I had heard before it. Like I thought I liked this album because of Pills and Lost Ageless and all of that. But then after listening to those two tracks, it's like, wait a minute, what yeah. what was I listening to this entire, like, what am right. I, it's just, it, I don't know, it, I was really confused, and I don't think that's a problem, it's just, uh, it makes for a unique album listening yeah. experience. It's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of split into, like, this half and half. Yeah, of, yeah. Of, and it's separated by the stretch of, like, Savior New York, Fear the Future, Long, Young Lover separated kind of by that four song stretch of like good not great right yeah i th- um, this stuff this reminds me of the uh the perfume genius album from this year where the first half on both of these records ends with like this really touching ballad and then the second half of both of these records end with like a really touching ballad yeah uh, actually that's like we get point. happy birthday johnny and then you know the slow disco smoking section all of that and then, yeah. I, yeah, what is it? Every Night in Allen, I guess, off of the Perfume Genius record. But I, yeah, I like that. that. Yeah, that's a really good point because both of those are very stylish, poppy, art, arty kind art of pop, records, yeah. too. So I, they're I, in the same vein of genre. I haven't seen the vinyl of this. I don't know if there is a vinyl of this yet, but ideally, side A ends after Happy Birthday, Johnny, I think. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. that should work like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, any big. Uh, you know, other complaints. I personally haven't talked about a lot of complaints other than just, um, you know, Sugar Boy and Fear the Future I was not in on. And then some of the songs like, I guess, Hang On Me and the title track were just kind of meh. I, I don't know. Um, they were fine enough, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang On Me, I think, is a solid intro for mm-hmm. the most part. Sure, sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, it's totally outshadowed by or overshadowed by uh, pills. Yeah, as soon as I hear um, pills, which, yeah. which is a little bit of a of a problem because I liked Hang On Me much more when I was very first listening to it than after I heard pills. Right. If that I makes could, sense. So I, it's like, I agree with that. You have this you have this you have this separation of a of a like fantastic song following an okay song and it's like you know, just the just the placement of it I think was yeah. just um, kind of unfortunate because it feels just like right. like after you listen to it once, you go back and you're like, it's because you know that pills is coming up. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. You feel like you want to skip it. Yeah, that's a so. that's a good point, and I don't know if it's I, I hate to give her negative marks on this, but it, it some of these songs pale in comparison to others, not necessarily because they're bad. But because the highlights on here are very big highlights for me. Yeah, that's that, that's a really good point, and that's like the the thing that I felt on this a lot was the like just the the polarizing aspect of this whole record, mm-hmm. you know, because there's so many things on here that I just really really liked and was like very interested by, but there's also some things on here that I just didn't really, really care for at all, right? Um, or didn't you know there mostly things on here that i didn't like think about i guess you know we're forgettable we're just kind of like right you know right so but there's a lot of more there's a lot more things on here that like are some of the more interesting stylish choices i've heard (laughs) especially from a pop record this year but from any record this year yeah um so it's got this really strange dichotomy with it and i'm like uh, you know I, i i was so conflicted 
the first few times listening through to this on like whether I loved or didn't like this album. Yep, you know? same here. Yep, I was uh I thought I was going to be pretty controversial, uh but luckily this grew on me and so I think I'm going to be not quite 88 out of 100 metacritic level, but yeah. I don't think I'm going to get too much hatred uh for my opinion here. Um yeah. I will yeah. say though, this is my of the four records I've heard from her, this is my least favorite. Um, I would recommend the other three to you, especially, and because you would appreciate, I think, like the the direction she's going for on them. Yeah, I'm I, I'm definitely gonna check out her stuff because like this to <laughs> me as like being my first full lesson through <laughs> of a Saint Vincent record was like I didn't absolutely love it, but like right. I I like it was it's so interesting. I can tell that there's so much creativity and so much innovation going on with her style that like i'm definitely going to check out her other stuff because i'm very interested in 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 her whole thing and it's it's weird because this album it actually kind of seems like a a somewhat natural progression from where she was at like she was doing a little more i don't want to say lo-fi but lower fi in comparison to you know this uh, uh-huh. And then on her self-titled record, she started doing a little more poppier stuff, like a little more pop than there was on Actor or Strange Mercy. And so I guess the next step was to go just full-on pop. I wonder where she goes from here. I'm interested to see where she goes from here. I know she's directing a movie uh, about the, what is it, the, the picture of Dorian Gray or Portrait of Dorian Gray? Yeah, she's directing a movie about that. Yeah, so she's doing the, yeah, the film adaptation. Is it picture or portrait? I always forget it's this. The, it's the picture of Dorian Gray. Right, okay, yeah. So, um, but it is but it is a portrait. Like, it's a, it's I, okay. a painting of him. Got, okay, yeah, there, that's there was a, there There is an old version, an old film version of that, but it's like from the uh, 50s. Right. So, so, so yeah, maybe I didn't know that she's directing a new version of this. I think she's directed a movie in the past and it didn't get great reviews. Uh, but I mean, this is a classic novel, so we'll see if she, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if she, Man, that, um, that's, that's pretty awesome. I love, I love that, yeah. that novel. Yeah. She, she is very ambitious. I, I love about, you know, I love, uh, that aspect yeah. of, her you know, music. you know, who wrote that book, right? Duh. No. Oscar Wilde. Oh well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's yeah. it's it, that's like a, a very classic piece of literature. Anyway, listen, <laughs> yeah. I, that just, that just fa- fascinated me. I didn't know that she was doing that. Yeah. So, uh, stay tuned man, for I the next. Want to uh, check out her stuff. She's that. She's be. She's become one of the more interesting person. And one of the more interesting people, I'm kind of upset that she hasn't been on my radar stronger Yeah, I, beyond I, this point. Yeah, I think you would love her stuff. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the Under the Scope podcast where we review uh, the picture of Dorian Gray uh, as written yeah, by Oscar right. Wilde. Um, right. But yeah, oh, and real, <laughs> real quick before final thoughts, I just wanted to mention this. I commented this on Reddit today too because when I figured this out, I was like, holy shit. Uh, the melody of smoking section in the first two verses. Mm-hmm. Listen to that, and then listen to "Happy Together" by the Turtles, <laughs> and then let me know. Oh, that's yeah. That's the uh... I I think the melody is inspired by it or something because that's the da da yeah da 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 da. Let it happen. Happy to yeah yeah all of that. So. 
Uh, yeah, okay. so so it's like a slower, more eerie version, I think. I don't know if I'm reaching or if I sound crazy, but that's when I heard that song, I was like, this melody is least, familiar. I could, I could see at least like that, that same, like within that same melodic vein. Right, yeah, like, uh, I don't know if the chord progression's like exactly the same or anything, but, uh, but yeah, something weird I just, my ear caught, I don't know. But okay, yeah, right. uh, so yeah, is this album cover better than the LCD Sound System album cover? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like they'll be saying yeah, like on like it, if you ever ask that question on any album that we do yeah. <laughs> this year. I, yeah, I don't think this album cover is fake deep. Uh, whereas I can't say that about the LCD Sound System one. Um, I, I I love that our podcasts always end up being like album art discussions. Uh, well, that, I told you I didn't actually listen to this album. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, you I'm did just a great making, job of faking I'm it. Just, yeah, yeah I, I just make guesses. Like I just make <laughs> on melodies and you know lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wow, you you nailed it and on you that. Sit, as, as soon as you agree, I just go off of that. <laughs> I guess I need to start taking like improv classes because you're doing <laughs> yeah. pretty good at this. You, yeah, you guessed the personality of each song on here. I don't know how you did it, but yeah. well, well done. Um, yeah. So, did you want to go into final thoughts? I don't have many. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. You go. You go first because I went first on my opinion. Yeah, and today. mine's mine's really quick, so I don't want to like follow okay. you up. Uh, so. Mine are. <laughs> I actually, I pretty much said everything. Uh, I don't actually have any additional thoughts that don't essentially echo what I've already <laughs> stated. Uh, so yeah, okay, it's just rate it. Just rate it. <laughs> okay, it's perfect. Seven out of ten. Okay. It was it was like a five to six range my first listen though. So it's it's been growing on me. Maybe it'll get to okay. eight. Who knows? But yeah, seven. Okay. I'll, uh, yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I'll like, I'll be honest. The first time I listened through it, I was closer to like really not liking this album yeah. than I was like liking this album at all. I was like four or five range. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, cause just like some of the stuff, you know, some of the annoyances that I listed on here, uh, earlier were like way more prominent, like the first time that I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and that's kind of the way that I feel like when I listen to albums at first, I, I pick out negatives before I pick out positives most of the time. Interesting. Okay. Especially, especially with pop records. Um, so sometimes, okay. sometimes it, it, if I have a already preconceived bias, then it's harder for me to do that, you know, but <laughs> right. But uh, but anyway, like with LCD, I picked out more positives than I did negatives at first, and then I just digressed into like, all right, well, it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I, I yeah, I don't I don't really have too much more to say about this either. I was pretty conflicted at first about it. I'm pretty solid about now. I'm satisfied by the end of this thing, you know. I, I I get like a good feeling. I'm definitely interested in more in St. Vincent and her style, and um, I think that she does a she's she's got a great she's got a great artistic uh, distinction to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know this this wasn't like this wasn't anything that like just absolutely wowed me. But I definitely liked okay. it. So it's a seven out of ten for me too. Okay. I figure I, I I figured we'd be at least pretty close on this. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, uh... 
Yeah. When I when I first listened to it, I was like, I'm gonna like hate this album or not hate it, but I'm like, I'm not gonna like this album, and Will's probably gonna like it. Yeah, because gonna ha- right. have to defend myself <laughs> against somebody who knows St. Vincent a lot more than <laughs> I do. So I was like, shit, I gotta really think about this. Well, yeah, uh, I'm only a fan of St. Vincent because uh, I went to a grade school called St. Vincent. Uh, so yeah, oh, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. So I pretend yeah, to I like the like music. More if it was St. Henry, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> much like. The, much like the school I went to, this album is very Catholic. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why it's mass seduction. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mass seduction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, mass exactly education exactly educating kids about the mass yeah. about the the mass. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I forgot to mention uh, she was uh, before her. Um, solo career she was actually in a band named after the nation uh saint vincent and the grenadines and then she popped off and did like her solo career so now she's just oh. saint vincent that that's actually not true nor is it funny uh, so i don't know why okay. i said it but no, there you, okay so there you go <laughs> thought i'd throw that out there at least uh can't nail them all will um yeah so uh so yeah that's average of seven out of ten uh for us yeah we're just moving past that uh <laughs> 7 out of 10 average. Uh, once again, the Metacritic is 88 out of 100. So critics seem to be liking it more than we did. Uh, just looking at these stars, it's like 4 out of 5 stars from everybody. Except Pitchfork gave it a 7.6. Uh, right. So I guess they're closer to us a little bit. Um, yeah, siding with Pitchfork for once this time. Right. This is, I think, her first record since Marry Me that didn't get Best New Music. So uh, whatever that says. But it's also probably her highest Metacritic. So whatever. Yeah. Listen to it yourself and see what you think. Because uh, you shouldn't right. listen to critics and have them tell you what to think of an album. However... Yeah. Stop w- listening to our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that said, yeah, thank you for subscribing to the Under the Scope podcast. Yeah. Um, and we yeah, aren't critics, that's... That's the, that's no. the difference here. No, we, you, we're not. <laughs> we're not serious enough to be critics. We're just. Yeah. We're a couple of fans of music, just shooting the shit, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, we probably won't talk about butts as much on the next review, or well, yeah, maybe not. Maybe probably not. Probably not. Uh, we got a nice. I'll probably su- just start talking about yours. There you go. Uh, that's that's <laughs> odd. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got, a we've got one of our favorite guests coming back, uh, for our next review, but you'll have to wait, uh, to hear what the review is, what the album we're going to be discussing is, who the guest is. Uh, yeah. So be excited for that. It's going to be, I think one of the best pods we do. So, um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. I, I know it's going to it, be. It's going to be, if not the best, the most memorable. Like it, it, There's going to be a lot of stuff happening. A lot of takes being thrown out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, we wouldn't hype it up if it weren't true. Uh, maybe we would, but yeah, <laughs> this, this outro is going on too long. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks for listening to the under the scope podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day, Patrick. Thank you for joining me as always. And you bet. Yeah. Bye.